The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like It's better, it's better with you My life It's better, it's better with you This is true It's better, it's better with two My life It's better with you Hello everybody, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the future era. Um, what an honor and a thrill it is to be presenting this show. I'm the oldest brother of the program. My name is Justin McElroy. My name is uh, Travis McElroy. I am your middlest big dog wolf wolf brother out here. It is absolutely beautiful. Hey there, come on back now. This is your baby brother, Griffin McElroy, Space Cowboy. Yee! Huh. We are doing the first. This is the first, my brother and my brother and me from our uh, limited uh, interstellar tourism business that we just started, Space Boys with a Z. And uh, we're so Not excited. Not what you think, by the way. The Z is where the C should be. <laughs> space boys. Space <Yeah>. boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just one S. It's space boys. Boys. Yeah. Yeah, so we're up here. Hey, listen. Pretend I didn't start it the usual way, because if you go to space for the first time, you get to say some, like, cool shit so can i can we all take it uh, yeah let's a take turn? it again let's yeah, let me adjust the let me adjust our audio calibration yeah so we see can... if we can get that smoothed out okay is that any better is that is that yeah, we're coming in okay, yeah, perfect. Okay, okay. so i was well you know like that's one small step for man one giant leap for me that whole thing it doesn't make was, any sense by the doesn't way doesn't make any sense don't get it what if we all i was wondering if for this inaugural launch we're up here in this beautiful you know obsidian sky we call space yeah. right that yeah. big sky above the sky we call space the super yeah. sky yeah. the sky super sky. sky yeah sky's dad yeah space. sky dad <laughs> no this is sky's dad sky's dad space the dad of the skies uh-huh uh i was wondering if we could all take a take a chance and take a turn at like dropping our like space oh like what's the thing they're gonna like put on our like tombstone what's the thing that's no, gonna it's be carved not our on tombstone the... i wasn't going in that direction oh. at all more thinking like when people watch video of this you gotta pull one clip if you're making the movie where the aliens are looking at all the cool shit humanity did and decide not to wipe us out you know what i mean yeah there's like a nelson mandela quote there's uh probably malala and then there's us listen doing i'm not this space thing i don't know if neil armstrong is dead or not but you don't think they'll put like one small step on his tombstone we have to go we have to one up that is what we're saying yeah we're gonna do better how than, about okay um, i got one i got one i got one 
Okay. 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 Twenty twelve. By the okay. way, rest in peace, Neil Armstrong. Oh, Thank okay, you for the okay. main stuff for sure. That's two small steps for man, two giant leaps for mankind. Okay, you doubled it. Oh, essentially, yeah. is what you're oh, saying. Because okay, more cool. Than a- yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, I, you could say any number there. You could have been like, "That's like a hundred steps." Yeah, and then like, oh man, that's way bigger. Big jumps, and then we hopped in like a cool space car and drove for a while. Okay, how about this one? When you nut. It does push you back. <laughs> yeah, we can confirm that. For that is sure. built on both of these are lacking sort of a ring of like timelessness because okay. they are based on references to things of so far decreasing relevance. Okay, okay can I try? Okay. Can I try one? Yeah, please. And mine's more one. of just sort of like an acknowledgement of like our our space accomplishments. So I was thinking like. I am the first man to have eaten an entire watermelon aboard my rocket ship, but it made a big mess, and they made me come land it back on Earth early. <laughs> Say it again. So this is the thing you have to be. It has to have a ring of timelessness. I'm the first man to have ever eaten a whole watermelon up in a space rocket ship, but ding, damn it, made a big. Fucking fucking mess, and they made me land it early because of all the juice and seats that got everywhere in the compartment. Justin, this is a good point because the one of the main problem. If I could give some notes on one yeah. small step for man, a lot of words, a lot of what if we just shorten it to space? It's fucking cool out here. Whoa! Now, what if we shortened? What if we shortened? One small set, that whole bit. Okay. You know, like, what we need is it's, t- you know, Twitter didn't, didn't even have time for the E. Mm. You know, we had to shorten this. How, what would you guys think about this, like, big stepping? Oh, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's, you get the idea. Big stepping up here in space. Step, for me? No. A jump. <laughs> Boom. That could be good. <laughs> that's good. That's even uh, shorter and punchier. Uh-oh. Watermelon mess? Coming home. <laughs> See, that's that better. is, yeah, that's not bad. What well, about like, I, I'll tell you what's even easier to remember. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Right? Very short, very memorable. Maybe it's like, oopsie, I ate some melon. Do you think, do you think that when Tom Hanks, when he, when that really happened, the real Tom Hanks? Yeah. When they did Apollo 13, do you think when he was like, Houston, we have a problem? Do you think anybody in Houston's like, looks at each other like, I know I know we're all worried about this. <laughs> but that was like pretty cool. That was cool. That sounded really that was like cool. a cool moment. He we're did that him, such a but... I love him and I I'm we're gonna get these these fighting boys home safely, no problemo. But wasn't it cool? Can we take like <laughs> five seconds? That. Hey, Johnson, write that down. Houston, yes, write it down. we have a problem. Oh wait, sorry. Hey, Tom Hanks, was there a comma in that between Houston and we, or was it a period, do you think? Just if you had to specify, we're just trying to get, what's that? You can't breathe? Right, 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 right. You need to find an egg crate or something. I don't remember that movie. I was just looking at Richard Branson's Wikipedia, Sir Richard Branson's Wikipedia page. And in his, like, his, I guess, resume that they have here, they have listed, you know, he has $5 billion and did, he's a knight and apparently a virgin. (laughs) But anyway, it says... (laughs) Um, space career, virgin galactic commercial astronaut, time in space, one minute, 12 seconds. That's a cool career, Sir Richard Brandt. The trajectory hey, of your a, shit was yeah. awesome, man. Awesome, man. Good job. You did it, Rich. 
I'm an astronaut for a minute, for 72 seconds, Dick Branson. <laughs> I'm an astronaut like all the big boys. <laughs> You're a one minute astronaut, partner. Hey, uh, Sir Richard Branson, could you possibly pay off, I don't know, like a thousand people's hospital bills? No, no. I'm going to space for 72 seconds. And by, and by a thousand people's hospital bills, Travis means all hospital bills ever for everyone on the earth who has ever gotten sick or hurt. But it's space. But it's for 72 seconds, I could be closer to the moon. You can't even eat. A little bit. You can't even pierce the hide of a watermelon using the tools available to you on a spaceship in seventy-two oh, seconds. Because yeah. they, hey, they don't, yeah. they don't let you bring a knife to space. They no. simply don't. Tune in to this season of Taskmaster, featuring five rich assholes, and we say, "Hey, you have seventy-two seconds of space. How much watermelon can you eat?" Over and over. That's the only <laughs> challenge. We just um, repeat it over and over. Real quick, I do have this is connected uh Virgin Galactic. We're gonna be following this story pretty closely because it's just Well, they're competing all, with us, you know. What? There's only enough room in space, you know what I mean? Yeah, for space boys <laughs> and Virgin Galactic. I wanna bring this breaking news story uh from uh Ashton Kutcher, if I can. Stand by. When I got married and had kids, uh my wife basically encouraged that it was not a uh, smart family decision uh, to be heading into space when we have young children. Um, so I ended up selling my ticket back to Virgin Galactic um, and I was supposed to be on the next flight, uh, but I will not be on the next flight. Um, but at some point I'm going to space. So, okay, here's the story. Here's the scoop. <laughs> okay. Wait. I got it live here. You guys were listening there. Uh, obviously, A plus K was going to go to space, and then his wife said he wasn't allowed to go to space, <laughs> and now he's pretty dejected about that. As you can imagine, he really mm. wanted to go to space. It looked so cool up there. But uh, but uh, Kelso from that Sony show <laughs> will not be in space, everyone, right now. Like, Kelso... Does Ticketmaster have a refund option for space? I mean, Virgin Galactic is is wanting like some other luminary can get yeah, that. Yeah, he right? put he put it up on StubHub, Griffin. So like it's a resale <laughs> thing now at this point. So A plus K is a space ticket scalper. Yeah, is what you're yeah, yeah, is essentially yeah, yeah. what you're saying. Okay, all right, all right. Is it is I got a, I got a question. Yeah, got another question. They're going to go to space again. Yeah, they sure. didn't learn their lesson the first they're time. They're going for yeah, 73 yeah. seconds this time. Yeah, they're going to go big again. There's going to be a conversation where Richard Branson's like employees are like, so do you want to go to space again? And he's going to have to be like, nah, I think I got it. I did it already. <laughs> I think I got it the bit. Like, you just go up there and, uh, yeah, I get it. I thought you were going to say the opposite, Justin, which is like, yeah, I can't wait to go to space again. And they're like, well, Richard, you've already been. Shouldn't someone else get to go? And he's like, what? But, but, <laughs> but I'm to go again. <laughs> it's my rocket, isn't it? <laughs> but I've got more money than anyone. <laughs> I think I left my keys up there. Richard Branson, Richard, is that true? <laughs> I'm not I entirely sure where Richard Branson is from. Maybe it's space. Maybe he's, he's just trying to get I, home. Are you sure you left your keys up there, Richard Branson? Well, 
You haven't seen me drive recently, have you? Well, no, that's true, Richard Branson. Oh, yeah. I left me car up there, too. What? Yeah, like, you know how Elon put his car on the rocket there? I did that. Uh, bye. Ah, oh, his rocket took off. He's gone. Damn it. He, he did distracted it again. us. Well, Space Boys, uh, I can't wait for our next big We adventure. should say our rocket, our whole program was entirely free. We we built it out of stuff we found free. in Dad's garage. Yeah, free. And guess what? Uh, guess how many times this exploded? None times. None Flying, times. Every time I turn on the news, it's like, Elon, don't blow up another one up in the ocean. And I'm like, <laughs> you fucking dummy. It's not that hard. No, nah, Space Boys, we got 100% success rate. Yes. Out of stuff we found in our daddy's garage. Can we land real quick? Yeah. Okay. Bringing her in. Oh, that's smooth. So, yeah. Oh, that's real good <laughs> juice. Thank you. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, no big deal. So uh, this is an advice show also, which it seems weird. It seems kind of antiquated at this point. Yeah, well, we right? got to keep getting the money. They're not going to let us keep going to space and abandoning right. the many, many solvable right. problems of Earth unless we keep getting the money so right um, i'm not ready to give up on fixing all of earth's problems i just also want to fix the moon's problems so good of you trev thank you i'm I'm a big man with a big heart and a big hunger not anymore because you had all the watermelon i'm saying i was the one who ate that you guys no hold on this is revisionist history you (laughs) two and i don't want to tear space boys apart right when it starts but the two of you if if we could actually play the tape back because you know they're recording that shit nonstop, uh because the surveillance state in space it it was a lot like mm, that's the sound of me pulling the watermelon on my bag and then you two were like griffin what the fuck we told you not to bring that and I was like, come on, come on, come on, guys. It's my birthday. But Griffin, we had weighed everything very specifically. Like, yeah. We, yeah. we had, and we did not account for one whole watermelon. And then it was a lot of, and then Justin was like, Griffin, your teeth aren't strong enough to gnaw through the outside. And I was like, well, they don't let you bring a knife to space. And then Travis was like, Griffin, what are you doing? Griffin, stop, stop, stop. Because you saw me lift it up over my head and smash yeah. it on the ground. And then start just sort of scooping it, well, you know, catching it out of the air with a small net that I did manage to bring aboard. But there was a lot of, you two can't claim credit for eating the watermelon. You're right. You're right. It was just you. Thank Can you. I move on? Please. Would that be all right? Yeah. Thank you. I'm staying at my family friend's house for a, a bit while I start a new job. I brought some avocado with me for a healthy lunch. Cool. The problem, cool. Nice. <laughs> problem is my avocados aren't ripe yet. My friends have an avocado that is ripe, but they're out of town right now. So should I just eat their avocado and replace it with one of my avocados without asking? Would it be even weirder if I asked? The perfect Would that be stealing? Crime. Would they notice? That's from Potential Avocado Bandit in SC, South Carolina. Huh. Anybody who would notice that is not is no friend of yours. Anyone who has is keeping such close tabs on their avocado that they can tell when it's been <laughs> Indiana Jones switched out with another avocado is not someone anyone should be associating with. Not That's- only that, but when my avocados go ripe, the chance that the Venn diagram overlaps of like they're ready to eat and I'm ready to eat them is not always perfect. And no. so the idea of someone be like, hey, you weren't home when your avocado was ripe, so I bought you some time by consuming that already ready avocado and giving you, like, that's, that you've done them a favor. 
Yeah, you know, I yeah. I said what I said, but it was wrong because Travis brings up a good point. If they if they have been sitting on these these emerald beauties f- until they stop being hard and disgusting, but before they get soft and brown and gross, but then you switch it out with one that is not in that sweet window, they I would actually the 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 game would be afoot at that point. I think it just it depends on how long they're going to be gone. You know, mm. if they're back the next day, no. But if they're gone for a couple days, that window's short, you know? I think it's a great business to, like, right? Okay, so I placed a grocery store order, and the grocery store just, like, brought a bunch of avocados for free. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Sample. And it says in the bag, like, sample avocado. Yeah, like, bo- just, bo- bonus, boys. We know about this. Hey, We've been to the grocery that, store before. You need to stop accidentally think? spreading these kinds of feelings about West Virginia because that makes it sound like <laughs> like the grocery stores in West Virginia are like, how do we get people to buy these avocados? They're so scared of them. We must give them yeah. samples. It's pro- Well, it is kind of a weird, like, I don't feel, I feel like even if, uh, anyway, Avocados showed up at my house for okay. free. A bunch of free avocados. <laughs> Except I had not structured any sort of avocado dish, avocado opportunities. Yeah, you know, Planning. yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In my head. so there's just they're just sitting on the counter and getting riper and riper. And I don't have a plan for it. And don't tweet at me. No, mm-hmm. I know I can make ice cream. I know what about the guacamole. Guacamole. I know about this. I know about avocado toast. I'm not allowed to eat it because I'm 40, but I'm gonna know about it. Don't know what to do with these bad boys. So they're just sitting there. I would love a service where someone's like, comes to your house, you're like, do you have any produce you feel guilty about? I'm like, yeah, actually, this asparagus looks like thick spaghetti because it's gone so limp and bad. And and I would you eat it? And they're like, Yeah, absolutely. No problem. No problem at oh, all. So no th- guilt for you. For the for the stuff where you're making your grocery order and you're like, I'm an adult, I should buy vegetables. And so yeah. you get some zucchini. Yeah, and then right. the zucchini comes, and you put it in the crisper drawer where things go to die. Yeah, and then it's like two weeks later, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I need to do something with that zucchini." Yeah, what am I gonna do with that zucchini? I like I like the scam where you put a bunch of fresh produce in there, and then you start to feel guilty about it, and then you're like, "Wait, I left an onion in here a month ago. This rotten onion has ruined everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to start again. No more guilt for me. One thing is sticky in here. You One all thing's gotta sticky go in here." Man, every crisper drawer is the fucking grossest. You know, I, you ever get in there and it's like time to clean this fucking stinky box out. The worst is when Ugh. you when you pull the drawer out and underneath there's just this reddish brown film. Yes. Yeah. What is that? What is it? What is it? Nothing's leaking. Nothing's the, leaking. You check every, everything. Yeah, it's t- the tears of the um, fruit and vegetables that know that they'll never be. They'll never live up to their purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do with these avocados. I think in this case, though, like it's a, it's, it's wonderful because they're going to go overripe. They'll go bad. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's a wonderful thing you're doing. Yeah. This is great. What a sign help. What a sign help. Well, I, but we don't know the owner's feelings about the avocados. Well, but if you're worried about getting caught or whatever, just leave a little sign that says, I switched out my unripe avocado for your ripe avocado. You're welcome. This is a no. This is a victimless crime. Okay. This is this is wild. Eat eat eat. You could eat all their avocados when they get home. They're not going to say shit to you. Do not even sweat it. Um. Hey, can we can we approach the wizard's throne? Yeah, with deference. Okay. Hang my head. Yes. Okay. 
No, he actually hates that. You have to keep oh. constant eye contact with the Wizard of the Cloud. Yeah, or yeah. Else I can hang my head and make eye contact and bend the knee at the same time. Oh, damn it, Travi turned you into a fucking pig. Ah, oh, that's what I wanted. Oh, good job. All right. Well, you're very smart. I know somebody who's got a birthday coming up. Who? Who? I guess dad. Yeah. His, yeah, that's is probably it's about a month from now. Yeah. I know somebody's got a birthday coming up and actually this would be great for dad. This is a this is now us planning our dad's birthday party a good uh, almost a month in advance. And that's because thanks Maria who sent in this wiki how article titled How to Throw a Lay Miserable Birthday Party. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's perfect for our daddy. I think we can all agree. Uh, Les Mis is a fantastic musical beloved by millions around the world. If you're a theater geek and want to proclaim your enthusiastic admiration of Les Mis, this guide will help you plan a fun party based on it. Yes. Yes. Well, now, let's not limit it because fans of French history will probably enjoy it as well. Do fans of French history actually like Les Mis or does Les Mis take too many? Are there like people Les who are Mis. like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, prepare invitations. Your invitations should look old-fashioned, maybe written on old-aged parchment paper in a fancy font, and should quote some of the songs. Here's an example. Do you hear the people sing the birthday song? Oh, Sorry, boy. I'll try to get those in there a little more discreetly. Do you hear the people sing the birthday song? The time is near. Eponine Thinadardier is turning 12. So do you put that if it's, if you're peeps? If you're if you're Clint McRoy and you're turning, turning 12. 66 years old, I don't believe so. Come meet at the ABC Cafe, Eponine's house, one two three four five, no. Thinardier Lane on October second, eighteen fifteen to celebrate. If I get this fucking invitation, I'm like, hun, huh? we got invited to a twelve year old's birthday party <laughs> at the turn of the nineteenth century. Bring what your best really say is, hey, my daughter's having a fucking lame Miz themed birthday party. I know, I know, but please come. Please make your kids come too. I know she's not cool. I but know no, that come, Todd come, doesn't want to come. Come where? To the to ABC the Cafe. Oh, yeah, I guess so. The cafe that's inside of Eponine's house. Anyway, bring your best singing voices. Les Mis, French Revolution, parentheses, French Revolution, more specifically, June Rebellion era. Ah, oh, fuck. I, I, my only clean French Revolution costume is from the fucking July party era when they finished the rebellion and everybody was just like ripping it up. And Please a loaf of bread. Come. And a loaf of bread, smiley face. Don't steal it though. Winky oh face God. of Um, Let's get some lyrics going. Um, if we could just, I'm sure everybody's been sort of cooking some in the back of their head. Here's the best that one that I've got right now. At the end of the year, you're another year older. Yeah, that's pretty dun, good. Dun, 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 dun. That's all you can say for the life of the poor. And then you just keep going exactly the same way. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, how about this? Drink with me a Kool-Aid Zero Sugar Jammer. <laughs> My kids love those. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Who am I? I'm Derek's dad. Please come <laughs> to my home. <laughs> Good way for Derek's dad to enter. Yeah. <laughs> Here in my bouncy castle in the yard. That's another one. It's not bad. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. 
Damn, you know, I was about to say we're we're narrow casting right now, but I think we're pretty pretty well in the wheelhouse. We're hitting the so, demo, yeah. bud. <laughs> we're in the demo. <laughs> okay, decorate. Obviously, you got to build a barricade. Hey, Han. wait, wait. Nobody did Javert's suicide. No, I'm trying fine. to think, man. I got stars. It's right there. Um, oh, what about confrontation? Come on. Celebration. Yeah. That's easy. Decorate. Oh, yeah, perfect. Obviously, you got to build a barricade. Hun, yeah. um, did you smash up all of our dining room chairs? I did do that because it's my fucking birthday, Dad. Get the get the net. Or you could go all the way out and build a ginormous one in your backyard with old junk. You could even ask your guests to build old junk that they have, and you could assemble it to build the building of the barricade at the party or pile up bits of furniture in the corners at home. So let me get this straight. You want me to bring some of my old wooden furniture to your house? What are you planning to do with it? You'll see. It'll be good and on brand. Are we going to get to like eat pizza or something at some point? No. Keep building the barricade. But it's just in the middle of your yard. What are you barricading against? The French proletariat or something. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the show. You haven't seen the show? (laughs) Nah, I just love the posters. Try to avoid balloons, streamers, or typical party stuff, but if you absolutely need a birthday banner, then try having it be a neutral color with the Les Mis font on it. No, you know the classic Les Mis font? How about, why can't we do just like big, if you're gonna do streamers and shit, just do red, white, and blue. No, it's red and black. Red and black is even better. Red, the color of the cake. Black. <laughs> the color of the cake. The both colors are on the cake. The cake is mostly red. <laughs> okay, it's a Spider-Man cake. <laughs> it's on the forehead. Oh my. Am I the man the spider that they say I am? <laughs> am I the Peter Parker? <laughs> How to throw a Spider-Man turn off the dark birthday party? <laughs> All right, everybody, you see the barricade we built last year for the Les Mis party. We're all going to take turns jumping off of the top of it. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vicky. I guess I should say now, at this point, a year out, you're right. I did not clean it up. You, were, you, are, you correct. are correct. Never I got around to that. I did not have an that. after plan for the barricade. Um, I just assumed it would wash away. We got themed food, get miniature sausages or hot dogs and stick toothpicks in them, put papers on the toothpicks, labeling them kidney of a horse and liver of a cat. Okay. That's not very good. Fun, fun, loaves of freshly baked bread. You stole a loaf of bread. And various fresh food. But it's second story for the Jimmy Dean company showed up and they're like, how did you know? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Get get some uh, red Kool-Aid and call it the blood of angry men. Um, And then there's a cake and you can make it a cake look like uh, you could either have cakes look like they did in that era frost some kind of lame design on it barricade etc or use some other kind of french dessert instead of a cake the clues are starting to point to this person genuinely not having any idea what it, <laughs> nope. it what the show well is. at the very least you should have to make your guests decide whether they want to have their cake or eat it Right, they shouldn't get to have both. They cannot get to do both. That's an excellent point, Travis. Welcome the guests. Okay, you're all ready for your party, decked up in your best Eponine costume, and the guests begin to arrive. Make sure the guests know that they must come dressed up to the party, and there'll be no talking, only singing, and some yelling when the battles come. If they break that rule, send them to Javert. Oh, boy. Have someone dress up as Javert and tie them to a tree for five minutes or so. What? Excuse me, moi? (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me? 
Hey, can you imagine anyone like just popping their head over the fence and seeing this and there's like a 13 year old kid tied to a tree. I love, I love this party. I love everything that we've done. I love all the plans. What I am thinking about is the moment when I've got it all set and then I realize that it's the child's birthday and I do have to invite Grandpa Dan. Yes. Because Grandpa Dan is going to have to come and see all this happen. And he's going to try to talk. We're going to be like, nope. Nope. You got to go to Javert. You got to go to Javert. He's going to tie you to the tree. Remember, next time, sing or scream. Those are the two options, Dan. What I love, too, is just listening to this. You get such a great... Like, there's this scale of, like, age plus this party equals fun, question mark. And, like, there's a track. Because at, like, 19, right, in theater school, you throw this party. It's a rager, right? This is amazing, right? 12 years old, you throw this party. No one comes, right? No one comes. Now, here's my question. Is there an age past, let's say, 30 where this really hits? Hmm, no. I mean, 40 is what I am, and I would be very into somebody putting this kind of work into a party. Okay, yeah, but it doesn't even really matter. I would just love a theme, you know? Yeah, right, point. I miss it. This is this is still part of Welcome the Guests. Play Les Mis soundtrack throughout the party, but don't watch the movie adaptation from 2011. Some guests may not consider it appropriate, even if you fast forward through Lovely Ladies, which I guess is a very sexual song from the movie. The 10th anniversary concert Happy from 1998. <laughs> Thank you guys. The 10th anniversary concert from 1998 is less visually explicit. So, oh, if we could talk about show. that fucking show. Uh, Carl the, Wilkinson. Carl Wilkinson, are you kidding me? Oh my God. God. Um, Hear my prayer. Who am I? Who am I? Can I, I condemn this man to slavery? Uh, slavery. Uh, fucking Carl Wilkinson. And then what? is the best, is at the end, they have all the Jean Valjeans ever from all across the planet. And they all come in and sing their own Les Mises? And they come in and sing their own Who Am I? Are you kidding me it's with incredible. this? It's incredible, this version of it. I want uh, this party now. I've just sent Travis. Hold on, wait, just be quiet, everybody, shut up. There is a life about to stop when tomorrow comes. Here comes wait. Fuck yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Can you imagine? That's what you play. Open and close with the planet of Valjeans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just sent Justin and Travis some key art from this uh, WikiHow article that I know this visual humor doesn't play at home, but it's just two boys with their arms around each other standing in front of a door with a small welcome banner on it. And then oh a what appears to be oh my God. a 15 foot tall man dressed up as Javert, I believe. Uh, They're either three feet tall or he is 10 feet tall. Yeah, it's pretty excellent. Uh, f- oh God, we gotta put that, we'll put that up somewhere. The final tip is just to play games, but tweak the names and rules so that they're Les Mis theme. Pin the tail on the donkey could be pin the bread on Valjean. 
Okay. What? No, nope. in the crime on someone else. That's yeah, what but a crime is amorphous. They've done that mm-hmm. with the but bread. They, no, right. this is what I'm saying. That's what Who Am I is. It's pinning the crime on another man. I know, but a crime you can't fucking pin. You still have to play it. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, now you could pin the pin the silver candlestick on Valjean, yeah, and he's know. got the one, and you're you take on the role. Okay, in this in this pin the tail game, uh-huh. you'll be inhabiting the role of the priest, the kindly priest mm-hmm. that looks after Valjean. Monsignor Bienvenue. This is name. I only know. Isn't it weird how with some things like Les Mis, I can't think of a time in my life where if you'd asked me like, are you fucking deep in the paint with Les Mis? I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. I'm very deep in the paint with Les Mis. And just like at some point, it's like apparently I've absorbed all this yeah. and I'm extremely deep in the paint yeah, yeah, with yeah, Les yeah, Mis. Yeah, yeah, What do you want to know? What do you want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, all the songs, all the lyrics. Apparently I did, like I did this intentionally with Rent, but with Les Mis, I just sort of, I don't know. Yeah, I can't I remember know. shit from the botany class I took in college, but do you want right. to hear all yeah. the lyrics to Master the House? Let's Set it to the tune of fucking stars and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Quick break, and then we'll come right back to talking about Les Mis. Do you want to make a Les Miserables fan site? The fashion f- will be the first to so do it. Uh, you can call it uh. Lay Miz, lay Happy Rob, because it makes you happy. Okay. Right? And your name is Rob, and you're yeah, super and your name stoked. is Rob. Yeah, and we're sponsored by Squarespace, and Squarespace can help you do it because they can help you showcase your work. Like if you've written, I don't know, a lot of Lay Miz fan fiction, uh, <laughs> a sequel to Lay Miz. Uh, which, mm-hmm. come on, guys, where's that at? Uh, if you want to sell products and services of all kind, if you want to cosplay and go to children's parties dressed as Javert, and you can promote your physical and online business and more. They have beautiful, optimizable, customizable templates created by world-class designers. Everything right there out of the box is going to work for mobile analytics that help you grow in real time, free and secure hosting, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Just go to squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, we've been using Stitch Fix for a long time to get our fashion right. And now that uh, some parts of the globe are beginning to, in some ways, reopen in, in ways that are both scary and not, uh, you got to get your fashion going. And uh, it's time to get back out there. And it can be a little challenging, but Stitch Fix is going to do all the hard work for you of helping you find the right look. Now, you know this. Did you know that Stitch Fix also does kids stuff? Uh, we uh, uh, got a box for our daughter, Charlie. I know uh, from her. Stitch Fix. Yes, you've met her before. Uh, we told them uh, the the sort of vibe she likes, her size, how much we want to spend on clothes. You know what I mean? Because like we don't spend a lot on on the kids' clothes because they grow them so freaking fast. Right. So we yeah, say like, hey, are, listen, what I are they feeding these kids? You know? Hey, come, um, hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> they send you a big box of stuff, and uh, there's a prepaid return envelope included. So you put the stuff that you don't want to keep into that and you keep the stuff that you like. We liked every single thing they sent. Like, they crushed it. Her stylist, with the first box she ever did, and you can keep the same stylist throughout. So, like, the next time you get a box, you can get the same stylist, and they'll help you to, like, uh, uh, evolve, and they'll get to know you a little bit better. You can try it once or set up automatic deliveries. There's no subscription. You just pay a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited toward the pieces that you keep. 
There's no hidden fees ever. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash my brother and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash my brother for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash my brother. Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose The Billionaire's Marriage Valley. Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. (laughs) Okay, next we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as libertarian, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch. In order to to get to heaven, sometimes you gotta raise a little hell. Oh, that's the tagline! <laughs> Check out Story Break every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, hey Dave, this party sounds great. Where's it at? At my home! <laughs> okay. <laughs> at my home! That's the last one. That's, la- that's all I got. That's the last one, but you did run a real risk of pivoting us right back into it. I know. Which I thought was, if I could say, it's reckless. It was reckless. But you know what? That's me. I'm kind of the bad boy of the Les Mis scene. You know what's sad? I was just looking for like, uh, when you mentioned Les Mis fan site, I thought, oh, that would be fun. I'm going to find one of this. You can't find fucking fan sites anymore. It's all been commoditized on the wikis. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't just like get into like a dirty... GeoCities web ring and just surf for a little now, Justin, bit. Now, Justin, you kind of mumble there and it sounded like GeoCities and it was very off. GeoCities. Hold on one second. GeoCities.com. Everyone be patient. God, Travis, be patient, you everybody. You can't say URLs on this show. He didn't even say URL this time. I just kind of thought, wait, GeoCities.com? Find your domain. Okay, let's let me check this registrar company. Please be taken. It's not taken. I can get it. Wait. I type okay, wait. Little brain for here. <laughs> I did type jizzdomain.com. Ah, that is also available. Also cool. So I might have to get both <laughs> Jizz Cities and Jizz Domain. <laughs> jizz Cities is available. I'm leaving Jizz Domain. You can have it, friends. Whoever gets to it first. Uh it's it's right there for you. Anyway. If you just can someone please make Jizz Domain redirect to Jizz Cities. That would be ideal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I'm gonna make just cities redirected just domain, so it's kind of load the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that'll teach them to search for something so naughty. Oh dang uh, it! Done melting my damn computer down. Why did I search for just cities? What were you doing? I knew my better. Computer, it, it it imploded. It sucked in on itself like a black hole. No, no, nothing. What were you doing on it? <laughs> well, I was searching for just domain. <laughs> okay, it looked like you were trying to go to a website when the computer. Sort of dissolved. It's Club Penguin. Club Penguin's been closed for many years. <laughs> I was, I was, there's a guy. There's a guy. It's, this is on. Uh, so there's a Canadian version of Dragon's Den, uh, uh, and there is a guy on there who came on a couple seasons ago, whose name is currently uh, escaping me. I'll find it in just a second. Uh, but he is the dude behind Club Penguin. And no matter who's Lane Merrifield is the same. And no matter who comes out there, every time this man opens his mouth practically, he's like, you know, when I created Club Penguin. <laughs> 
he's of course like incredibly rich because everything that you think is uncool has made a billion dollars. Okay. I'm going to bring it in because I feel like things are getting a little out of hand a bit. A little out of hand. I walk quietly. And as a result, I always startle people when I just appear out of nowhere. I'm about to move in with five new roommates. I mentioned this to them and they all said it would freak them out for sure. So how do I stop jump scaring people slash seeming like a magician? That's from Christopher Walking. Uh, they've also added PS no tap shoes on forge har- hardwood flooring, which is uh, uh, that's an excuse. Yeah, that is an excuse. Is. You could you could do it. You could um, traction becomes now. An issue. This is this is where I really think, if I may, a sign might help because okay. much like you are driving down the road, right? And there's like watch out for deer signs, and I might not see a deer, but I'm ready to see a deer. Maybe you right. just have like watch out for Dave. Or or don't. Here's here's my oh. thinking on this one. This okay. this is this is a them problem. It's not even a them problem. It's a them opportunity because you are giving them a an a, an intensive training protocol mm. for situational awareness. You want to stop being afraid by me when I appear when you weren't expecting me. Then know where I am at all times. Train your train your mind to have complete perception of the world around you. That's a, yes. that's an incredible skill that you're giving them, and then you're going to scare them so bad a few times, and they're going to spill a big bowl of soup on their body, and it's going to hurt a lot. But pain is weakness leaving the body. I think that the problem is you run the risk of surprising them and them hurting you. <laughs> You yeah, know? sometimes that's, you're going to get a little soup on you, but your pain is their weakness entering your body. Yeah, that's what they say. Maybe you could announce yourself or, ooh, even better. You're going to need a herald, my friend. A herald? Yeah, someone who announces you. Someone who goes before you. Oh, not an H-A-R. No, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. They blow a little trumpet and say, presenting Steve. What if you're just going to the shitter? Doesn't matter. Steve, Steve's going to shit. <laughs> what if you're just passing through the veranda? Avert your eyes. Steve approaches. I don't need to be announced every time I'm going back to get more bagel chips. You know what I mean? Like, someone can't say no to bagel chips. Did we already say a bell? I mean, no, because it's a person. It is a person, but it's not cool that we do it to anybody. You know cows are like, Oh, this sucks. This fucking bell. Um, Get all of your roommates heat vision goggles. Mm. Ooh, turn off all the lights. Now everybody's mysterious. Level the playing fields. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, guess what? If you live with five other people, you you do not, it is wild to ever be surprised by seeing someone. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know how big the space is that you're you're living in, but when you cohabitate with that many people, just assume around every corner there is a there is a human soul, and I I, I don't know why you would do any differently. <laughs> what the fuck's a person what? doing here? There's five of us. What about Hot Wheels? What do you mean? What? Hot Wheels all over the floor. Oh, 
can't help but, ouch! Legos, I guess, would serve the same purpose. If you're constantly walking up and down the hall going, ouch! Well, you could just do that with ruffled potato chips, too. Less painful, but very loud. Scatter some dried leaves around, a lot of twigs. Dried leaves and twigs would be good. Yeah. And it's good for the environment, because that's going to naturally compost, and you're going to get a lovely forest floor in your apartment. Yeah. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yeah? Dun, b- 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 oh, b- good. I want to munch. I want to munch. Squad? Who puts a in munch squad? Um, this I have a Munch Squad mini and then a full Munch Squad investigation. Okay. So we're going to begin with this. Uh, because this is kind of a special episode for us. Um, I don't know if you guys realize, but this is our Shark Week episode. Oh, yeah. Recording, you know, not releasing during Shark Week, obviously, but like recording during Shark Week. It, so it, if we it, seem it's Shark a little Week observed. Yes. If you if we seem a little, you know, shark dub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're not the only ones taking advantage because Sonic Drive-In is uh, also, did you know, by the way, that they're putting a Sonic in uh, next to the Walmart where the Bojangles used to be? Yeah. No. What a coup. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big glow up. Uh, So Sonic Drive-In introduced the new Shark Week slush. Now, there's many different ways that this could have gone, but it ended up going the weirdest possible way. The limited time slush is a, if I told you guys that this is not a cheap cash in, but rather an opportunity, an attempt rather to capture the grace and beauty of sharks with a slushy drink, mm-hmm. you would not believe me, but that is exactly what has transpired here. The limited time only slush is a diorama of refreshing tropical flavor to delight the senses while diving into one of the Discovery's most anticipated programs of the summer, Shark Week. How is it a diorama? Well, bud, the eye-catching Shark Week slush has layers of fun, with real strawberries and two shark gummies oh. atop, atop an ice-cold blue coconut slush, creating a feeding frenzy for shark aficionados for two ninety nine, which I think we'll all agree is a steal. Uh, I've linked you a, a picture so you can see. Basically, you got a blue slush. Mm-hmm. You got a big, big mound of cherry. And then... Uh, yeah. Yeah. The two gummy sharks on top. Awesome! Of yeah, no, it definitely looks like, like just sort of stagnant gore uh, nest, yeah. n- nestled atop some antifreeze. Blood. Yeah, yeah. We're excited to well, capture the, the beauty of shark. It, is. it looks like a lot of work for an underpaid employee. Yeah, no one's. Uh, they're never gonna look like this. So enjoy this picture. It'll ne- you'll never see one like this in the wild. We're excited to capture the beauty of Shark Week and the awe-inspiring ocean life the program showcases in an exhilarating treat with a trifecta of flavors. It's worth noting those trifecta of flavors are blood, coconut, and shark gummy. <laughs> so we've really captured the spirit of the thing, says Scott the vice president of product innovation and development for Sonic, the beachy cool blue coconut slush lays a bright aquatic blue base down for shark gummy candies and juicy strawberries, Mm. creating a vivid ocean scene within a slush for guests to celebrate both the magnificent creatures and the delicious fun of summer. So you're really celebrate, celebrate sharks, their very existence with this slushy. So that's it's just yet another way to honor sharks, and that's wonderful. But from one sea light, but but the thing about this slush that I want to be really clear about, 
is it contains no shark. That is important. Not even a bit of shark. Right. No shark DNA is present. No, I mean, in we're this all stream. stardust, aren't we're we? We're all star stuff, man. Yeah, but you could say that this is a place where you wouldn't expect to find fish. One place you might expect to find fish is in a subway tuna Oh, soup. no. Oh, this yeah, is, for sure. This is ongoing. This is ongoing, folks. <laughs> this story will not die to catch you up. So, <laughs> the New York, New York Times did a test on Subway tuna and said it's, uh, there is no tuna at all. Not even uh, the trace amounts of tuna that you'd expect to find in any one of us. There's no tuna in it at all. This happened and everyone kind of looked at each other like, so what do we do now? <laughs> What do you want me to do with this information, New York? What Times? do we do with this information? And, and if I remember correctly, the like head of Subway or someone said, like, stood by their guns and said, "No, it's tuna," and they're like, "It's not." Subway, yeah, Subway says it's a hundred. It's absolutely tuna, no question. This story is ongoing. This lawsuit uh, started recently, like in January. Um, the, the <laughs> Subway Subway uh, CEO. <laughs> Subway's CEO said, and this is a direct quote, he absolutely eats Subway's tuna sandwiches. Oh, he doesn't then. No, he's never had any of them. He No, no, no. He absolutely, definitely eats Subway sandwiches. He says, it's one of my two favorite sandwiches. Not. <laughs> What's the other one? Just say it's your favorite sandwich. <laughs> He said it's definitely tuna. He said he absolutely eats them. This is just, hey, listen, this my- is just one-on-one. If you're ever trying to get away with a crime and you're brought in for questioning, don't start off with, I definitely didn't kill him, and I yeah. am absolutely not a murderer. So it's so they're saying it's tuna. How far are they are willing to go? They've launched a website Yes, called... And the, the website is, let me get the URL for you. Jizzdomain.com. So it's Jizzdomain, no, subwaytunafax.com. Oh so if you go to Subway Tunafax, you're going to see a huge banner. And it says, I'll just read it to you, even though I'm probably, um, this is probably propaganda, arguably. Subway tuna is real tuna. That's right. The truth is, Subway uses wild-caught skipjack tuna regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. A favorite among sub-lovers, our tuna is, and always has been, high-quality, premium, and 100% real. Now, we know there's been a lot of talk on this topic, including misinformation generated in the media, so we created this page to set forth the facts and help clarify any misunderstandings. Myth. The New York Times reported the Subway's premium fan favorite tuna wasn't actually tuna. <laughs> the New York Times said our kick-ass tuna isn't tuna. <laughs> and and I would actually argue what you stated is a truth. That, that is, is that did thing. happen. That's not a myth. Myth, the New York Times reported Subway's premium fan favorite tuna wasn't actually tuna. Truth, not true. <laughs> What actually happened is that the New York Times commissioned a test that couldn't detect tuna DNA in their sample. Okay. But according to scientific experts, this is not unusual when testing cooked tuna, and it absolutely doesn't mean the sample that was tested contained zero tuna. Do you understand? Oh, wait, I'm getting kind of swayed. 
USA Today did an independent fact check of the New York Times conclusion, which found it lacked important context about the limitations of DNA testing in denatured proteins, which you would expect in a cooked down tuna product. I see. So by cooking the tuna, all that important tuna DNA. They cook the DNA right out of it. you You reduce it to create that strong tuna flavor. Now, they've got a chart here that shows the sort of the flow of it. Um, and it says at the top of the chart, Subway tuna is real tuna. Okay. <laughs> They're just really banging that drum extremely hard. One thing that would be, I feel like, used, the problem is, is that we're getting into this, like, we've always been at war with Eurasia territory, where the New York Times, our most respected publication, says, this is not tuna. And then Subway says, I believe you're mistaken. This is tuna. In fact, it's all tuna, baby. Like, there's no middle ground in this. One, one person just says, this is absolutely not tuna. And Subway says, oh, yeah, 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 it's tuna. What they lack in this in this entire webpage is one picture of a man or woman catching a tuna and saying, this is going this is straight going to right. Subway. <laughs> I'm shipping this to Subway. You can watch. I need to, at this point, fucking GoPro a tuna throughout the processing until it's in someone's mouth. Yeah. That's what I need. I need that level. Does anybody read this on the planet Earth? <laughs> Does any sapient being on the planet Earth read this website and go, you know what I could fucking go for right now? You know what I would crush right about now? I tell you, it's kind of convincing. You're now, Travis. Now, now listen, now, now listen, now listen, now listen, now listen. Am I saying I believe it was 100% tuna? No, of course not. Am I saying I believe it's 100% digestible? Yeah, sure. Now listen, guys. Here's where the plot fucking gets really ribbled. Here's where the plot gets really thick. The day, and I'm looking at the the timestamps here. This story from Grace Dean and Business Insider about Subway launching the Tuna website is from July 14th. The day before, July 13th, in QSR Magazine, which is my sort of go-to for quick service restaurant. I would trust them over anybody. More than the New York Times. They are the paper of record. Yeah, the the New York Times of Burger Boys. Subway launches unprecedented campaign to support menu updates. Okay. There's it's called the Eat Fresh Refresh, which features more than 20 changes to core items. It will be supported with multi-platform content from Steph Curry, Serena Williams, uh, 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 Tom Brady. Is Wait, in are there. they all making sandwiches? It's an extraordinary group of athletes that reinforce the scope of these tremendous changes and embody the idea that to be fresh, you need to refresh. Hey, I'm Tom Brady, and this is my sandwich. It's two pieces of bread, and then there's a Sealy sort of mattress between them, and I just eat it. I eat all of it. Just so you guys don't think I'm making this up, I have one of these ads for you right here. It's six seconds long. Here we go. There's so much new at Subway, it won't fit in one ad. So they're sandwiching their sandwich ads between other ads. <laughs> That's a real one. Cool. That's a real ad, a real six-second ad that Subway's doing. All right. Uh, with Charles Barkley is the new voice of, of Subway. Love that. He's made it. It, it says here, it will lend his humor and familiar tone as the new voice of Subway. I love that, dude. Yeah. I like his familiar uh, tone. 
So it's a huge, I mean, like there's all kinds of big changes. Like they improve their turkey, ham, steak, and bacon. Pretty hmm. low bar. Well, and the rotisserie chicken. And they elevate, that's a that's lot a, of protein. That's all of it, guys. Hey, well, no, Griffin, it's not all of it. Oh. Cause can you, can you, can you, is, there, is there one protein conspicuously absent from that list? <laughs> oh, the tuna? It's perfect! Can't be improved. It's perfect and real and we can't evolve it because it's so real that it's 100% tuna. We're, you know what? In fact, now that we think about it, it's great that you brought out how much we fucking love our tuna because we need to fix our chicken and bacon and everything else but tuna. <laughs> so we'll live up to the standards. <laughs> That our 100% actual we, tuna is sick. We asked Branson, we said, hey, while you're up there, keep your eyes out for space tuna, because that's the only way it's getting better, my man. Something has got to help top this. Our other meats are, if they had come, you know what, honestly, now that I think about it, folks, if they had come for any of our other meats, the bacon, that's old belts. Yeah. 100%, it. it's old belts. <laughs> You got us. We've been doing plant-based chicken for 30 years, okay? It's all fake bullshit, but the tuna? Perfect. It's perfect and real, and it's real tuna. What's a shame is that Bransell could have found space tuna and come back and be like, good news, Subway, space tuna. It tastes 100% better and fresher. So go ahead and toss that on the menu. And then doc Dr. Subway was like, we fucking, we fuck, we can't. Because everybody will think it's a New York Times switcheroo swapperoonie. Damn it. Fuck, why did the New York Times have to write that article so we can't put kick-ass space tune in our sandwiches? Ugh. The optics, <laughs> Branson, are so you bad. You blew it again. You blew it. Oh, my God. This is a quote from the CEO of Subway. We've been working on this refresh for 15 to 16 months. And if you notice, the one thing we did not touch was our tuna. <laughs> People love our tuna. We're very proud of our tuna. So I think that's really the end of the story. <laughs> Guys, that's his quote. They're like quintupling down. And that comes, by the way, at the end of the story. <laughs> business Insider I love it. It's the CEO like, oh, so the last thing I wanted to say is that the tuna is real and we're all agreed on that. And you could just put a period right there and that's the end of it. And I feel like the one thing we could all agree on is that our bacon has always been bad and hopefully now it's better and that our tuna is real. And that's it. I, that's the whole thing. I bit. love you. Bye. Oh, we're sorry about Jared, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we should have said still sorry about Jared. Still, for still sure. fucked but, up on that one. But the tuna, perfect. Tuna, oh, baby. And um, I, I would say at this point, with absolute certainty, that the New York Times' two biggest whoopsies was, in this order, number two, their full-throated endorsement of the war in Iraq. And then number one, when they fucking lied about Subway's tuna for some reason. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Thanks you so much for listening to our podcast, which is this yep. one. My brother, my brother, and me. It's a, it's a delight to have you with us as always. Uh, thank you. If you pre-ordered uh, the Adventure Zone Crystal Kingdom, which is a graphic novel we wrote with our daddy based on our Adventure Zone podcast. Uh, if you haven't gotten it yet, you can go to adventures theadventurezonecomic.com. And buy a copy, and that would just be the best. We've also got a lot of new merch over at MacquarieMerch.com. Uh, we got our pin of the month, Gooshy Wolves, from the Ethersea uh, setup episodes. Uh, proceeds from that benefit the Innocence Project, which exonerates the wrongly convicted through DNA testing and reforms the criminal justice system to prevent future injustice. We've got a really cute, I'm just going to say, It's Trash sticker from the My Brother, My Brother, and Me TV so show. A really cool green story. Stoneware mug with the Taz logo on it and a Besties Video Game Club shirt, which I will be getting as a big fan. 
I brought a bunch of, I bought like 30 of those Justin McElroy's trash stickers to put on uh, my daughter's homework when it doesn't <laughs> pass, cut the Pretty muster. Good. It's weird that you did that. I wouldn't. I'm not a good person. I don't know what to tell you. Griffin, tell us about the game. Oh, you're talking about the Adventure Zone Bureau Balance uh, game that you can play with friends? Yeah, that one. That's the one. Well, Together Studios is the, the the creator on that one, and they are celebrating a safe return to the game table this summer with local retailer events, giveaways, and live streams of, uh, of the Bureau of Balance game, which, if you haven't played it, is a, a hoot and a half. Uh, they're going to have gameplay streams every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time at twitch.tv slash Together Studios, and that's T-W-O-Gether Studios. Uh, and uh, you can follow Together Studio on Twitter for weekly giveaways of swag from them and for a second, the publisher of our recently released graphic novel, which please, please get it. Along those same lines, I stream on Twitch if you ever want to check that out. Twitch.tv slash the Travis McRoy. I've been getting good at Overwatch. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'm almost ready to do competition level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've almost hit 25. God help us when Travis puts that like laser like focus onto a game that has like competitive layers yeah. to yeah. it. Well, this is what I I'm saying. Like At this point, button. boys, I'm getting paid to play video games in front of people. I'm a pro gamer. Yep. I mean, you're basically put it, are put it on your card. Yeah. Hey, thanks to Montaigne for the use for our theme song, My Life is Better with You. Uh, we, I mean, we can't, we're behind the scenes on this one, folks. Oh, yeah. We, we, we yeah, have we the scoop. We're, it's so rare. That we're the one that you put back the curtain yeah. and we're also there. Um, but it's it's coming. Hey, do you want the final Yahoo? Yes, please. This one was sent in by Nerd. This one was sent by Normal from the Garfield comments. Nermal. Yeah, and okay. uh, thank you, Normal. It's not asked by Normal, though. It's asked by um, James. Not Normal. N- yeah, it's asked by James. Okay. Um, who asks... How many times have you been to, how many times have you gone to the movie store? How many times have you been to the movie store and they didn't have a, they didn't have a copy of your favorite movie, which was A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore is your favorite movie. Thanks. Love, James. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Chelsea. I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me, because your dad scored on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Hey, I'm Jordan Morris, creator of the Max Fun scripted sci-fi comedy podcast, Bubble. We just released a special episode of Bubble to celebrate the launch of our new graphic novel. At SF Sketchfest in 2019, we recorded a live show with Allison Becker, Eliza Skinner, Mike Mitchell, Christella Alonzo, and special guests Gene Gray, Jonathan Colton, Jesse Thorne, Nick Weiger, and a bunch of other cool folks. We suspect he'll show signs of mutation when in a state of excitement. Now, Annie matched with him on Tinder, so she's going to act as the honeypot. I do enjoy being called a honeypot. Hey, you know what's better than honey? 
gravy. <gasps> oh yeah, can I be the gravy sack? Out now on MaximumFun.org and wherever you get podcasts. And pick up the graphic novel at your local bookstore today. Thank you.